Welcome to an inspiring message from Pastor John Cameron, lead pastor of Arise Church in New Zealand. We know this message will encourage, inspire, and empower you. So this message today is entitled, Hold Your Horses. Hold your horses. If, we have a, if you have a Bible, we're going to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 30 and verse 25. This is what it says. This is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. You said, no, we will flee on horses. Therefore, you will flee. You said, we will ride off on swift horses. Therefore, your pursuers will be swift. Come down to verse 18. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. The Lord is a God of justice and blessed are all who wait for him. In this amazing passage of scripture that we're diving into today, Israel is in a season of deep crisis. For them as a nation, they're facing challenges that made them feel like they were overwhelmed. The armies of Babylon were coming out to take them. They were seeing the fortified army, seeing all of their chariots and their horses and everything that they had that was coming against them. As a people, they felt relatively defenseless like they were overwhelmed, like they didn't have what it took for the challenge that was in front of them now. And you know what? I have a feeling that right now there are many people that are tuning into this broadcast. And honestly, in your life right now, we could easily feel like Israel felt, like we could feel like this situation is so big, like this COVID-19 crisis is somehow going to steamroll over us and our lives are going to come unstuck. In this moment for Israel and in this moment for us, Israel are looking for strength and salvation. They're feeling weak and they're desperate to be strong and they feel like they have no plan and they're looking for someone to save them. And I don't know about you, but I reckon that's the world, that's the nation, that's where we are right now as a people. We're looking for strength and we're looking for salvation. And in those moments, the question becomes for us, well, where do we go when you need strength? And where do you look to when you want to find salvation? And for every single one of us, no matter who you are, we all have things that we go to, natural things that we look to when in our lives we're looking for help. And what's amazing about this passage of Scripture is that Israel are God's people. They're literally called by His name. Yet the Bible tells us that when they needed strength and salvation, you would think they would say, God, we need you. But what they said instead was what we need is horses. They're looking at the army coming against them and they're seeing they've got horses. And they're saying, if we had horses, we would be as strong as them. They're saying, we need horses. We aren't anything without horses. We've got to go and get some horses. And you know what? No matter who you are, I've entitled this talk today, Hold Your Horses, Because the truth is, no matter who you are, every single one of us, we all have our horses. What do you mean, John? I mean that in moments of pressure, like we're in right now, we all have something that we're going to turn to that we think can help us with the challenge that we're facing. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's the certainty of your job. Maybe it's hard work. Maybe it's your health. 
Maybe it's, it's your little COVID-19 isolation bubble. I mean, maybe it's investments. But the truth is, guys, we all have our horses. When God began to work this passage into my life, and honestly, it's been a deep personal work before it ever made it to the pulpit on this one, but God began to speak to me and He was saying, John, you have relied on your own efforts. You thought that's how you got ahead. You thought that's how you ended up here. And that's true. In my life, my hard work, my own efforts, that was for me, my horse. I thought out of all the things that have gotten me to where I am in life, that somehow the key had been that I've been resilient, hardworking, tenacious John. And God was saying, you have been looking at one aspect out of 10 things that got you where you were. And you're thinking that that was the reason. But God came to my life to help me to see that that was just my horse. And actually what had got me where I am was something else. And that's why this message, I believe, is going to be so powerful for us. Because as a follower of Jesus, when we come to Him, what we bring to God is we bring our own understanding, our paradigm, our logic, our way of thinking. And what God then takes us on a journey of is in our journey of following Him, He tries to get us from seeing the world our way to seeing the world His way. Which is why so often when we're in moments of crisis, we're looking at something and thinking, what I need right now is this. And God's saying, no, no, that's just your understanding. I want to give you my understanding. You've been seeing the world this way, but I want you to see the world that way. Uh, I want to share the thought with you today that maybe even some of the things we're praying for right now in this COVID-19 season are actually things that are coming from our own understanding and maybe not from what God really wants to work in us. Israel are looking at this army coming against them and seeing their challenge and they're saying, horses, horses, what we need is horses. And God is saying, horses seems logical, but it's natural and it's human. And I don't want you living just confined to the natural, human and logical resources of this world. God is showing, saying, I want to show you how I can work in a greater way on your behalf. I want to show you what it's like when heaven gets released in the middle of your situation. And I'm praying for people today who right now are in the middle of this COVID-19 season because I truly believe that God is wanting to not just naturally or logically or humanly help you with what you're facing, but God is wanting to supernaturally, by, by the power of His Spirit, show Himself to be the God who works on our behalf. So Israel is saying, what we need is horses. Well, let's take a look at what God says. God says in verse 15, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Israel is coming to God and they're like, we need chariots and we need horses. And God's given them Psalm 20 verse seven. Some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we will rely on the name of the Lord our God. 
And guys, over the last 18 months or so, this verse has been my swan song because I truly believe that what God's been working in my life is to help me to understand, John, it's not your activity. It's not your hard work. It's not your great plan. It's not any personal charisma. The reason why I'm working in your life is because of my hand at work within you. And what God is trying to say to Israel is if you would come to me totally, if you would come to me completely, holding nothing back, then I'm going to prove myself more powerful in your life than any horse ever will. And guys, as we're coming into this COVID-19 season, I just feel like God's just saying to every single one of us, you don't need horses. You need me. You need me. He said firstly to Israel, he said, in repentance, in repentance. Now, this word repentance that's used here by the translators is actually used in other versions of the Bible to return. But they used repentance because it also means to withdraw. It's saying we need to withdraw from some things and we need to return to some things. And if this season is an opportunity in the challenge, if there's an opportunity in the challenge, then guys, for every single one of us, it is for us to withdraw from things that have distracted us from God. I don't know about you, but life gets busy and occupied. And it isn't easy that even though we were designed by God for relationship with God, but that is our principal purpose, guys, is to know Him and to be known as we discover more of Him. But as we walk the journey of our lives, it's true, isn't it, that things can draw us away. Pressures can lead us away. And God is saying, if you, would if you would withdraw from the things that have been pulling you away from me, and if you would instead return to me, return to your closeness with God, return to your intimacy with God, then I can be the God who is closer to you, more present in your world. And as we are looking for salvation in this COVID-19 season, one of the greatest gifts that God has given us is our ability, team, to just return to Him. The second thing He said was we can rest. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In rest, in, in having a still attitude. I don't know about you, but man, it just feels like ever since this COVID-19 was broadcast into our lives, that we have just been busy, filled with activity, preparing for lockdowns, adapting to different things. We're going to queue for everything. The world is uncertain. We're not sure. And yeah, I'm not saying that we didn't have to do what we did to get to the point where we're ready for this lockdown. But let me just tell you, God is saying that if you're trusting in your hard work, then you might find that you're going to miss out on so much of what God is wanting to do in your life. He's saying, rest. Have a still attitude. Come to God. Quiet your soul and rest. He's saying, rest says that we acknowledge that God is the one who is going to help us God is the only one 
that is able to deliver us. And we acknowledge that no matter what we might try to do, that our actions are not going to be able to add to His divine power. That's why for every single one of us, rest is the ultimate manifestation of our faith. Rest says, I'm dependent on you, God. I can't do this without you. I need you. And I am choosing to rest. You're able. See, this passage literally says, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In returning to God and in quietening my soul, having a still attitude before God, in resting in Him, that's how I find my salvation. And isn't that true with the salvation that God has already given to so many watching this broadcast? If you're yet to be a follower of Jesus, we're going to pray at the end. And I honestly believe that this might be just the greatest thing you can ever hear right now. That all I need to do to know the saving grace of Jesus that leads me into eternity is to come back to God, return to Him, withdraw from the world and return to God. And then I have to rest in the finished work of Jesus. Nothing I could ever do would ever add to what Jesus has already done. And the Bible is saying that this is not just about salvation to get us to heaven, but it's about how we're going to find God in the middle of this crisis, that our efforts can't add to His divine power. And what our fear is going to do, what our fear is going to do in our lives is it's going to get us distracted. It's going to make us want to just to connect with the world. It's going to get you busy with unproductive work. And fear is just going to leave us empty and exhausted. And God's saying to us, team, go a different way. Return to me. Rest in me. Trust in me. And watch what I'm able to do. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. He says in quietness. This word quietness literally means to be still, to be idle, to be tranquil. He's saying be calm. He's saying it's just so easy for us in our strength to start looking for horses and just want to work it. And God is saying, no, get quiet. Wait on God. Wait on God. All of the activity and all of the things that we're doing in our lives, here's the challenge. They're not replenishing. So if we're looking for strength in the middle of this COVID-19 season, the challenge is that we could work ourselves into a frenzy and we could miss the God who says, get quiet, wait on me. If you're weak, if you're overwhelmed, if you're stressed and anxious in this COVID-19 season, then let me just say to you today, choose quietness, wait on God. God says, don't go the way of the world. Don't look for caffeine and hype and microwave versions of strength. Instead, choose the true way. Wait on God. See, Isaiah 40, 30 puts it like this. Then even youths are going to grow tired and weary and young men are going to stumble and fall. But those who wait 
on the Lord will renew their strength. They will rise up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They're going to walk and not grow faint. And I just want to encourage you. Let's choose to wait. We're returning to God. We're resting in God. We're waiting on God. And then we're going to be doing this fourth thing. We're going to trust in God. Trust. Trust. Lord, God, I trust you. You know, friends, so much of the emotions we're going to experience, so much of the pressure of our crises. Friends, I've been through many crises in my life. You name it, I've experienced pretty much every single one of them. And the greatest challenge of every crisis I've ever experienced has come back to this one simple question. Do I actually believe that God is able to look after me? And friends, I believe the most important thing we need to ask ourselves if we're going to survive this season, if we're going to experience God's supernatural intervention. See, God is trying to say, I don't want you alone. I don't want you overwhelmed. I don't want you weak. I want you to come to me so that I can save you. And I want you to trust in me and wait on me so that I can make you strong. And here's the thing, friends, so much of our ability to endure the storms and the trials of life comes back to this. Do we believe that God is able to look after us? And if we could find a yes to that, if we could put our confidence in God, then I truly believe that we might find God's supernatural power at work in our lives right in the middle of this season. So the psalmist wrote in Psalm 23, and this is what he said. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He's making a statement. He's saying, God, I trust in you. I, I, I'm, I'm not my own shepherd. I don't need horses and I don't need my efforts. Lord, you are my shepherd. Then he said these words. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me. He makes me be quiet. He makes me rest. He makes me trust. He leads me beside still waters. And then this is what he said. He restores my soul. And I think that sometimes the reason why storms and trials can be so big for us, and I know this is true of me, is that they never hit my life when I'm emotionally replenished. How many people know that to be true? Like this crisis has hit us after wave, after wave, after wave of challenges that we've experienced in our world in the last six months. And maybe right now, it all seems so big. And God's saying, to get the fear out, maybe first I need to restore you. Let me, let me, in your quietness, in your rest, in your trust, let me, Restore your soul. We're not going to binge watch Netflix and find that we've got more soul reserves. I know it offers for us like, like, you know, 
chocolate does, and that temporary kind of feeling of soothing. But the reality is it's not going to replenish you. But God is saying, would you come to me? Would you just be with me? Would you let me restore your soul? And then isn't it interesting that in the next verse, David wrote and he said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. And team, I believe that one of the greatest things that we could do for ourselves is to learn from David who had a restored soul because where fear hits you is in the soul. And because he listened to the wooing of heaven to come close to God, when he walked through the valleys and when he walked through the COVID-19 crisis and when he walked through the challenge, he was able to keep fear on the outside because he had a deep personal connection that God was with him on the inside. And as we're looking for strength, as we're looking for our way through, I believe that right now God is saying to each and every one of us, draw close to me, return to me, rest in me, quiet your soul before me. And would you have enough faith that you would trust in the God who made you? Not theoretically, hypothetically, but in the day-to-day, Lord, I trust in you. And I want to pray for you today because I truly believe that there are many people right now that in your lounge room or wherever you are today in your house, wherever you are in the world, I sense the supernatural presence of God. And I'm just going to believe that this scripture is going to wash over you and that today you're going to find the honor and the privilege of having the Spirit of God at work within your life. So right now, why don't you close your eyes, allow me to pray for you, reach out to heaven. If you want to lift your hands to heaven, you do it. But I believe right now that God is going to supernaturally visit your life as we return to Him, as we wait on Him, as we trust in Him, as we quiet ourselves before Him, that God is going to visit your life right here, right now. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare the rest of God. I declare the presence, the peace of God that transcends our understanding. God, let it touch every person. Let it minister to lives. I speak to every spirit of fear and I command it to be bound and broken. And I declare right now that the rest and the peace of Christ, the Sabbath rest of Christ would enter every heart and life in Jesus' name. If you would like to find out more about Arise Church and Pastor John Cameron, visit arisechurch.com or connect with us on Instagram at Arise Church and at John Cameron NZ. Cool, and one more time.